0: Hi, how's it going?
1: Oh, I'm doing good. How about you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm I'm ready to talk about um this this episode. You know, I'm, I'm yes,
1: this episode, Idiot's Lantern, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I have bad news for you.
0: Um, Howard hotspot again?
1: Yeah. Um, it's worse than that. Oh, I man. watched <laughs> the girl in the fireplace. Oh. Uh... How about we don't tell our guest that and see if she figures it
0: out? <laughs> so if you watch it while we're, while we're going.
1: Yeah, well, I will watch it I'll, as we record.
0: Yeah. Um, also, I um, something weird's been happening. There's like a, like, la- like last night, there was like a, a face came to my laptop and talked talk to me about how it'd be to give um, it souls or faces or something to build up with strength. Um, I don't know what it's about, but uh, who well, knows? that sounds
1: bad. Uh, don't worry yeah. about it. I'm sure nothing could go possibly could go wrong in this episode. Oh
0: yeah, I, I'm sure I, I won't get uh, vanished after twenty minutes or something. Yeah, that's not yeah. going to happen.
1: Anyway, yeah. Doctor Who, right? Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, Lock the gates. Doctor Doctor Who Who cast. Cast. Hello, and welcome to the show, Potter Who Cast. Uh, I'm whispering for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> um, every episode of Doctor Who, K9 class, Torchwood, Sarah Jane Adventures, um, other stuff. Uh, I'm me, and uh, I've got this weird face on my laptop that's telling me it wants to eat my face um i don't know what that's about but with me this time are feed me feed me feed me david
1: feed me all night long that's right boy you can do it feed me david feed me all i can't do that it's michelle (laughs)
0: And TV, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. This week, talking about Idiot's Lantern*, broadcast twenty seventh of May, two thousand six. Yeah, written by Mark Gatiss, directed by uh, Euros Lynn. Um, some little fun facts there. Um, sorry, yeah. No. Um, anyway, uh, the gist of it. Let's let's, let's get gisty. Um, the Doctor Rose fighting <laughs> evil TV who eats people's faces, and then the doctor records over it on a VHS tape, and they leave, and that's the gist of The Other's Lantern.
1: Uh, can we start things off by asking the obvious question that is on everyone's brain, which is, why is there so many Dutch angles on this episode? <laughs>
0: um, their tripod broke is probably the answer to that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like I get one or two. I get the vibe they're going for. It's like like a oh, it's a weird move. It's like a fifties B movie. Like you said, like we were talking before the episode began. But David said it's like a fifties B movie sci fi movie. But like even they didn't do every single shot is a Dutch angle. Like
0: it's insane. Yeah, I I I really don't know. Um, there's a lot of things about this I don't know. Uh, for example. Mm-hmm. Most of most of this, I don't, I don't know about. Um, yeah, it's the visual style they go for is a little, a little wild. Um, among other things, are wild such as the wire. But like, I mean, like what, like what do you, but what, what of both do you think about this one? Because I have a kind of, I like, I, I'm kind of middle of the road, and I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. I don't think it is best script. But I don't know what you two think of. Evie, you, this you go first. Oh this one
2: a lot mostly based on just kind of the look and the feel of it rather than any than the kind of light um actual content to it i just really like the the look and the aesthetic of the 50s b movie and them in um kind of greaser get up
0: We'll yeah, that. Say, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Doug. As I say, that, that that opening shot of them on the moped is just incredible, and like like the whole costuming like Tennant's hair and Piper's outfit and stuff is just great. I think. And
1: I, uh, I'm gonna add to that. We were talking about costume and makeup. I'm gonna add on to that the, uh, the faceless makeup when they're in the in the big room where there's a bunch of like faceless people and they're all converging on the doctor. That makeup is really good. It looks like they don't have a face.
2: Yeah. It looks yes, yeah, it looks like like featureless skin over yeah. their face.
1: And as someone who wants to try to take off someone's face, I can tell you that it's very hard to do. <laughs> but I uh <laughs> I am it's very humble. much of the same boat that I think that, you know, this episode, uh from what I remember of it, not because I didn't watch it, but from what I remember of it, it's uh, there's There's good parts of it. I think The Wire is a very funny villain. And I feel like the idea of... (sighs) The villain being inside his television... And it's the Queen's Coronation. Like, that's a really fun idea. That's really cool. It's great. It's just like... I don't know how to explain it. It just seems like they run out of gas... By the middle of the episode. You know? Like, after Rose goes to the shop it just feels like the episode is kind of running on fumes and it's only been 20 minutes, you know, and you're already like, oh, okay. Well, what else? What's next? Okay.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it is that it definitely doesn't have the propulsion it needs um, to be actually a, a great episode.
1: I think the, the problem with that, I, I feel like the reason why, it can be boiled to two, two things. One is that the people taking the... Faceless, pre- mo- the the people taking the faceless people—they're not tortured, they're the police. So you can't really do like, who are these people? Who are these mysterious people doing all this weird stuff? You can't really do that. Uh, and two, because the fun villain, aka the Wire, is stuck inside a TV box. Instead, you get Mister Magpie, who's just like this really sad guy who—he's <laughs> like, I'm
0: really sad. <laughs> Just an absolutely bizarre performance by. I believe his name is wrong. I can't. I can't his name is wrong because I can't remember. Um, but that's like just a weird, like very morose, very kind of woe is me performance. That kind of it's the kind of one where if you go too far, it becomes kind of why is this guy just not really doing a performance? Why is he just kind of saying his lines? Which I think he kind of steps into at some point.
1: Because the but problem think- is that they, they kind of set it up that he is under her control, that it's not like him trying to help the wire do what she wants, that it's that it's him being forced by the wire to do what he, she wants. And it's like, why wouldn't you not just have him be on her side? And like she's like, I will give you everything you want if you just feed me a bunch of faces. And he's like, all right, great. That sounds amazing. I will do that instead you have i don't know like it's like you have her being controlling him from afar and he's like i'm so sad i just i just want to go back to the way things were and they there's kind of a commentary there when the wire says like you can never go back like your country's so busy 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 moving forward you can never go back to the way things were you know it's complicated it just kind of ends up giving... It just kind of ends up making the episode not feel as, like, snappy as it could be, you know?
0: Hmm. I mean, it's kind of like a commentary as well on how he's a slave to the system, in a sense, but also I don't think that's what he's going for. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, growing up, this uh, kind of irrelevant. but, like, going back to the makeup and stuff, I mean, one, there's the iconic... uh, faceless grandma Connolly uh, action figure that they released which is one of the there was a whole thing during season 2 where they released really weird uh, toys like uh, a Cassandra figure from New Earth where it's just the frame like her body isn't in the frame because it's post explosion Cassandra that was when they released but like growing up like this was properly scary sorry I just had to say why Why, why, well, this was this was the height of Doctor Who fever. Like um, we'll get to it in a while, but there was a famous uh, cover on the Radio Times in England right uh, before the finale of it was like because uh, it was year the World Cup as well, so it was like one cover was a Cyberman with a football, and then the other cover was a Dalek with a football. Like that was Damn. that was the cover, but. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's it's a very kind of slight episode, I think. Um um I don't know, it's a bit of a bit of a weird one, especially when it's kind of it's sandwiched in between um you know, a a, a two-parter that's, you know, it bringing back this big big feeling and one of the most ambitious uh stories they've ever told because it's about it's about the devil, but it's it's just it's kind of it's I hate I I, I hate the word I hate the term filler in terms of TV because I feel like every episode really of a TV show is filler, but it's just it's it's kind of there just to be like okay here's a breather between uh, parallel universe Cybermen all this stuff and the devil lives in an asteroid on the edge of a black hole and um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I the stuff with Tommy as well and his dad is a bit. I'm I'm kind of unsure on that as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, Me it's, too. Yeah. The the, the resolution. Can, yeah. Yeah. Especially when she's like go after him and uh, you know forget everything he's done like to you and your family because. You gotta... You got I don't know. Right.
2: Especially after the kind of arc of the mom is leading up to her kicking him out. Like, that's like the resolution for his mom.
0: Yeah.
1: I also think that one of the big problems this episode does... And, and I know it's funny that you mentioned that it feels like filler. And... To me, by having Rose just kind of dip away by the middle of the episode, like the big middle ep- of the episode moment is that Rose is has her face has been sucked. You know, that's the the big moment. Uh, and when you remove a do- a companion from a do- from the doctor. The doctor just becomes much more hard to discern. Like that's why they give him the expector until he, so he has someone someone to talk to, and so now we have we, we know what the plot is, but there's no rose to make things more relatable and more human. There's no rose to really connect us to the doctor. So we just have like the doctor running around, and we're like, okay, he got 20 minutes to go. How is he gonna solve this? I don't know. She just will. He just will. That's that's it. I guess we just gotta wait and see. It's a it's a little it's a big wait and see episode.
0: That's a problem as well. They come up with in a couple of weeks when it's reversed and it's Rose by herself without the doctor, and that kind of comes up thing of like, okay, well, obviously she can't really do much, so we'll just resolve the plot here. And oh, there's like ten minutes left. Okay, uh, uh, Pat this out with another another attack by a monster, but we'll get to that. Um,
1: it's very interesting that they yeah. only they really only figured out the. Uh, Remove a companion formula by series four, right? Because that's when we get turned left. And that was the big uh, no doctor episode. Because up until then, the doctorless episodes also didn't have the companion with it. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ro- yeah. Because Rose only shows up for like five minutes of. Well, I suppose if you count Jackie, then Love and Monster is kind of. So no, funny. no, no!
1: I don't count Jackie. I don't. So, Love and Monsters. There's uh, Rose and the Doctor back <sighs> away. Blink. It's Martha and the Doctor back away. It's only until Series Four that they really figure out. Okay, we're gonna put an episode with just the Doctor and then an episode with just Martha. Just uh, uh, Donna.
2: Yeah, because and both of those episodes are great. Yeah, with both but, Midnight and Turn Left.
1: But it's imp- but it's important that you know that like turn left works because Don because it builds on the history of the past three seasons of the show, mm-hmm. so if if turn left happened this season, we wouldn't have that. I mean, I guess it right. could kind of happen with Rose and Midnight. Sure, there's no Donna, but there's a bus of other people the Doctor can talk to, you
2: know. Yeah, and th- this one kind of falls because it's the Doctor and a boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, to- and there's a, that scene where Tommy fights with his dad, and the doctor's just looking at him like, mm, I'll fight the big bad
0: dad. Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, yeah, I, 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 know, it's it, the why I, I know, Michelle, you said you liked more in lippen as a wire but I just think like even with what she has to do which is just yell feed me and stuff I still think it's kind of a bit I don't know
1: empty that's why I think yeah. the the fix here obviously would the fix the clear fix to me is have magpie be on the wire side from the start or have magpie be the dad you know I feel like because the the family plot and the wire plot are so disconnected, you know. If Magpie was the dad, then that whole scene where the, she's like, "Oh, you you informed on everyone, you told everyone where that was my grandma and she, where the grandma was," you told the police. I feel like that would work better as a, as a plot line, you know.
0: This is really weird. Um, remember that face I was talking about? That was on my on my screen. It's it's getting bigger. And it's it's saying something. I'm I i have not muted here. Oh 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 my god. Um hungry. Uh oh. Hungry. hungry. Oh
2: this no. Oh, no. no. No
1: David has All right, so now that David's faceless, Evie, I wanna ask you, so what did you think did you also get scared by this episode when you first watched it? I feel like there's only one really scary scene, and that's the scene where we see all the
2: faces on the TV going, help me. That one I see, when I I, I was scared a, more by the scene where the doctor is surrounded by all the, the faceless people.
1: Do, that do, was, they ever, uh, do they ever explain why they're go why they're going like opening and closing their hands?
2: No, I don't think so. I think it's just like instinct, brain function. I guess would be the yeah. But...
1: That's I guess that's the idea. Um, I do. I think the last thing I want to say before we go on to our game, which I, I'm gonna put on the game this week. Yes, yes, yes. I am in control now. Feed me. Uh, <laughs> is oh no. is there ever so like the ending where he's gotta go upstairs and like go for the tower did it also feel to you like that was very truncated like like he's going okay we gotta go
2: up the tower and that's it we fixed it we fixed the day yeah it there's a bit it's a bit anticlimactic um but I also don't really know what else you could have done like The problem is that you know the only villain is a um, like can't move around, so it's not like there can be a chase scene or there can be a a a fight of any kind.
1: Yeah, and also even by the end, he's like, uh, "Help me, Magpies! Like you, help me, Doctor, and all that." I don't know. I get what I get what David and you are saying. I just. I just think the woman who plays the wire is having the time of her life, and I love it when. Yeah, I mean, all she had, she probably had to shoot it for like one or two days, and she just had to sit and be like, and and Irwin was like, no, 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 give me more, feed me, feed me. I want you to yell, feed me. (laughs) Hungry, hungry, (laughs) and on and on and on. Uh, That's why I think. This episode lies solely in the middle, which is funny because it is the middle of the season. That's hilarious. Uh, And fun fact, uh, I can reveal The Prestige now. I actually forgot to rewatch this episode and I was watching it in the background. (laughs) So (laughs) that's how how little uh, the episode leaves a mark. I do, I do like the effect of their the face being taken away, and they just stand in place going, Rrr. It's kind of like a YouTube it's, it's such a weird, funny effect. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it's not time for our game. This right. week we're playing Who's Almost Who. So guess which of these actors hasn't been linked with a role in the show? In other words, I'm going to read you some actors and the role which they were supposed to take on, and also who said that they were supposed to take on that role. And you have to tell me which of these is fake. Okay? All right. So we're going to start off with Dennis Hopper. Uh, rumors say he was offered the role of Max Krapik- Capricorn in Voyage of the Damned. Then we have Judy Danch, considered by a producer to be the ninth doctor. We have Woody Allen, who the son said was going to play Einstein. There's also a rumor that Daniel Day-Lewis auditioned and was offered a role in the Sixth Doctor's era, but he turned it down. Boris Karloff was asked to be the Doctor in a radio show. Jason Statham was attached to be has been linked to be the eleventh Doctor at some point, point. and Ben Kingsley was rumored to play the Davros on multiple times. Which one
2: of those do you think is fake? Want to say Woody Allen, but I also feel like you wouldn't make up Woody Allen. <laughs> if if it so, helps you, it wasn't me. It was it was oh, David. So okay, I'm gonna go
1: with Woody Allen. Uh, I regret to inform you that Woody Allen is true. Oh <laughs> he, no, he was rumored to be Einstein at some point in the in the show. I'm gonna give you a second chance to to guess. So that, so let me go over the list again. Daniel Day okay. Lewis, back when he wasn't popular or famous, he was offered a role in the Six Doctor's era, but turned it down. Mm. Boris Karloff asked to be the doctor at a radio show. Judy Danch considered by a producer to be the ninth doctor. Dennis Hopper offered the role of Max Capricorn, Capricorn in Voyage of the Damned. Jason Statham as the 11th doctor. And Ben Kingsley was going to be Davros, according to multiple sources.
2: Okay, I'm going to guess Jason Statham
1: then. That one is also true. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would have been funny for 10 seconds. But the fake one is Daniel Day-Lewis. He never auditioned huh. or was offered a role in the Sith Doctor's era.
2: That one was but, the one that I was like, well, that's prob- that's almost certainly true. That feels right. I got to be honest
1: with you. When, da- when David sent me this, I was like, that is the, obviously the fake one because Daniel Day-Lewis is American. And then I
2: realized he's not. No. <laughs> he's just he was- very, very – he's just good at an American accent. Well, he, yeah, I mean he played Lincoln. Of course he's American.
1: Yeah. That's what, that's how it works for me in my brain. I'm like, he played American president. He is American.
2: Well, but, I Evie, mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that, yeah, I was like, well, he'd be, he was in his like 20s, so he could have been in it, but I guess not.
1: Yeah. Well, Evie, we're coming in at the end of this week's episode. And so now I want to ask if you want to plug anything.
2: Uh, just my Twitter at Left Evie, L E F T E V I E. Um, that's yes. the only thing I have online
1: yes and uh do you also want to show up in people's televisions and as and claim how hungry you are um I'd rather
2: not honestly okay
1: I would like to do that so if you want to look at my face as I laugh and go hungry you can find me at Full Metal Analysts that's a anime recap podcast I do you can find that at f- twitter.com slash fmanalysts uh Or you can also find that out at... Or you can also watch... Sorry, hold on, let me do that again. Or you can also listen to it at FriendlyMush.com, which is where you found this podcast. Um, If you don't want to be recorded onto a tape of Betamax, don't forget to follow us. It's WhoCast on Twitter.com and just about everything. And if you're still hungry, then check out next time...
0: Do you actually get paid, though? Do they give you money?
1: The beast and his armies shall rise from the pit to make war against God. And before we go, one last word. And that is, of course, E.D., would you mind saying it with me? Be, Be-
2: me. Be, Be- me.
0: Oh, my God, is that that woman off the telly?